Hey, welcome back to Tinger Bravery, and it's Darlene again here, and you can catch me on Apple, Spotify, um, YouTube, my Facebook post or profile, and blog is Tinger Bravery, and I am establishing a blog online, which has yet to be named, but I've got a few names in mind. So anyway, I'm continuing to give you some daily uh, forecast of what's going on in my life, and that behind me. That's Bentley, and he's decided to join us today. So anyway, let's talk a little bit about um, the next day. Um, I know my previous recording talked a lot about meeting with my mentor and really listening to what God is trying to tell me and making appointments and stuff like that. So um, let's update you. Okay, so it's December 12th and it's in the morning and I woke up and I continue to think about God and all the God stuff and really showing a true light of who I am. I went to my coffee shop to meet a couple of friends that I like to try to do on a regular basis. It really just um, gives me an opportunity to just kind of sit and it's just really therapeutic, um, really good guys. It was nice, yet, you know, something inside of me just really felt unsettled. And so I'm going to take you into that uh, right here and now. I have written everything down, and so I will be reading from my computer at the same time. But anyway, while I was sitting there with the guys, I got a message from my girlfriend, whom I took some family photos of um, a few days before. And I decided that I need to run to her house and take a look at some pictures um, that we had, that I had edited. And I discovered that I did way too much editing on the pictures. I didn't trust the pictures that I took myself. And so I literally edited the living daylights out of them. I use a program online that I really like a lot. It makes editing super easy. It's also very much a crutch um, because if you're not used to taking pictures on a regular basis, which I take a lot of pictures, but a lot of the photos that I often take are just sports photography, which is a lot of action shots. And for me in particular, the reason why I do it is just to kind of provide um, an outlet to keep me from sitting on the sidelines, um, worrying too much about what's going on <laughs> during the games and so it kind of uh, takes my mind off things so I'm just kind of like snapping photos so I'm used to taking sports pictures which it's here and or there it's like hey if they come out they come out if they don't they don't but I've had a couple of people recently ask me if I would do some uh, family photos some senior photos and given that it's close to Christmas time I thought why not I could really use the money and I explained it to these people that I am not a professional photographer, so I would not charge a lot. But, you know, for their needs and what they wanted them for, I think it just worked out really well. Nonetheless, about this program, I realized that I used um, is a crutch and I'm just too reliant on it, even on my sports stuff. So, I mean, good to know. Um, the editing I thought looked really too smooth and polished, but you know, maybe that's kind of um, an analogy for life that some things that look just too smooth and polished aren't actually like that in real life, which is the reason why 
Hey, I'm here right now giving you um, um, some insight into my life because I really want to help people and I want you to um, follow my journey into this um, anxiety stuff that's going on. So anyway, the photos, good to know. Now I know I did leave her house and um, not because the photos or anything, I just still left feeling really empty inside. Um, I had a headache, my heart was pounding. I was still thinking about the conversation with the mentor, which really left me feeling um, too revealed and also frustrated. Um, it left me feeling vulnerable and irritable. The information to process is and was meant to help me. Um, to know what I need to do to take better care of myself and get past a lot of pain and hurt that has um, compiled itself into me and my emotions and my thoughts and everything uh, for several, several years. But I think also, too, I think part of the ir irritability of it is, you know, it left me feeling that way because I think sometimes I think you can see a counselor a mentor a therapist you know whoever it is that you're talking to and you've gone to them for a while and do you ever get that feeling that you know they're just kind of like done trying to help you because only you can help yourself so there might even be a tinge of irritability in them that they're telling you the same thing over and over and over as if you know even if they tell you things that indicate or i should say they're even telling you things that indicate that they're a little annoyed with you okay is that just me okay all right i see where you're going here it's just me then your therapist and counselor and mentor don't get annoyed with you after you've been going to them for years upon years and realizing that um, you're complaining and whining and pining over the same things over and over and only you can do something about it. That's me. It doesn't matter. It just means that um, we, I, have to get behind the wheel and take uh, take charge of the direction of my life and if you're listening to this and this is speaking to you take charge of your life too so i immediately called my doctor and made an appointment to see um my physician and a therapist um i can irritate my therapist next how about that <laughs> the physician appointment was really needed. I need to figure out why I'm having trouble breathing and my heart is pounding in the mornings. Though I suspect that it's just anxiety, just anxiety. I say as if it's easy to dismiss. You know, I'll be honest, I, I do think to myself that anxiety would be easy to dismiss. Um, although, if that is what it is, I have been dealing with it for a couple of months now, so I guess it's not quite as easy to dismiss. I think years upon years ago, if I was going through the same thing, which I suspect I might have been because some of these symptoms 
um, are similar to what I've gone through before, but during that particular time, I used a lot of um, um, outside addictions to get me through stuff like shopping, drinking, smoking weed, um, hardcore drugs, um, other stuff that you can only imagine would just get your mind off, you know, what you don't want to think about. And so maybe it's not quite as easy as I think because none of those things appeal to me right now because I'm much older. I have kids to think about. I have my life to think about. I have a home to think about, a business. And thank God I at least pay attention to those things because, you know, if I didn't and I did rely on smoking or drinking, I mean, I can only imagine that would make things 10 times worse. So anyway, there is that. So I guess maybe I'm kind of doing something right, even though I'm ignoring the symptoms a lot. Um, well, I guess I'm not now since I made the appointment. So um, anyway, all right. So moving on, <clears throat> I went on about my day and by 11 o'clock that night, I really pushed through my entire day and I did get home around 10 p.m. from my daughter's practice. I have worked up the courage to drive down this rural road coming home from um, her practice, which is an hour away. And anyway, I say I have worked up the courage coming down this road because it does make for a shorter route for us as opposed to, you know, going, you know, almost 10 miles out of the way to hop on the interstate. Um, I had originally refrained from going down this route ever since I hit a dog about a year ago. And I know I'm deviating from talking a lot about my anxiety, but this really plays into it because I think we avoid a lot of things because it does get us all worked up. And so I avoided this and um, the fear has ultimately gotten to me. So it cost me time. It cost me a lot of, um, you know, uncertainty in my ability to even drive at times. But anyway, late one night when we were coming home, late again, it was around 10 o'clock, I came over a hill and the dog was just standing there in the middle of the road. There was no way I could swerve or stop. Um, it was honestly the most horrible thing I've ever um, experienced. And I've experienced a lot of horrible things. And so I do rank this right up there with a lot of other things. I thank God for an angel. She was literally an angel who helped me to bury him the next morning and my niece who came and picked me up because there was no way I could drive myself. Um, anyway, we went and found the dog and we buried him. Um, I did get on social media that night once I found enough guts to even walk into my house um, after sitting in my car for about an hour. Um, I got on social media to find out if he belonged to somebody. I mean, we are in an area that um, it's a pretty tight-knit community and somebody might have known, you know, that their dog was loose or something. But 
after an hour, two hours, and even by the next morning, nothing was responded to in my Facebook post. And so obviously he was abandoned. Um, I hate this. I think people who abandon animals are absolutely dumb, heartless, and complete idiots. Um, it's pretty common around our area because of the pastures and the country roads. Um, so it really left a strong, bitter feeling inside of me on top of just the whole um, event itself. Most recently, we, we actually had another dog running around our neighborhood that would not let us catch her. It was obvious that she had been dumped too because she would sit at the end of my neighbor's driveway as if waiting on someone. Um, it's heartbreaking. Um, and it was so hard to try to get her. I tried, you know, a few different ways. And finally, animal control came and caught her after a few days of trying. And they took her to the shelter where we followed up and found out she was adopted and hopefully by a family that truly cares for her. Um, so anyway, that's my story behind the reason why I was not driving down that road, but I did work up the courage. I think that is a win. Um, I do it very carefully. I do it differently now where my eyes are literally on the road. Not that they weren't that night. They absolutely were, but I guess I'm just differently attentive now. Once I did get home that evening, even though it was super late, I cleaned up the kitchen and I put some soup away that I left out uh, for the girls for dinner. And as I was putting everything away, my phone rings. And it's rarely a good thing that your phone rings at 10.30 or 11 at night. Um, sure enough, it was an ex-boyfriend from years upon years ago whom I ran into over the summer, um, he is now married. I did not answer the phone. Um, he found my number on my coffee shop page. So I guess I really need to block his calls. I'm not quite sure why I haven't blocked him yet, as this was like the second time that he tried to contact me. The first couple times was through a text. Um, you know, so yeah, I probably need to block him. Um, blocking numbers was a common theme in my life at one point in time uh, for various reasons. Um, actually, when I was seeing the same guy during the times we did break up, which was frequently, um, I would take the phone off the hook and that really gives you an idea of how many years ago that was. Wow. So, and that gives you an idea of how many years has gone by since we've seen each other. And I have to sidetrack for a moment that when I did see him, did not even recognize him because he'd gained weight. His beard was like super long. Anyway, it was just really strange, odd. I am immediately annoyed by his phone call. Even though I didn't talk to him, it annoys me that the only guy that is calling me now is an ex, um, and he is now married. This is not how I want to attract anyone. Um, you know, I have men contacting me, you know, here and there. A couple are really nice, you know, just dinner and drinks, but nothing more than that. 
You know, I am the kind of person that keeps someone at a distance. Um, I think for various good reasons. Anxiety being one. My girls ultimately being the number one reason. So, because I just, I'm not ready for that. Um, and yeah, you know, when I think about this and as I was writing all this, I think, geez, times have changed for me. I used to give up a lung just to go out with the guy that contacted me. I would even resist making plans for the just in case someone calls me so I can be ready to jump and go. Yeah, pretty pathetic. I am so far from that person now. I guess age will do that to you. Having my girls at home, obviously, like I said, that's a very good reason. Um, I don't want to share a lot of time with them. I just want to be home and just kind of like spend all the time I can with them right now. They do make me very happy. My girls and my son, they do make me happy. And although as I contemplate this life that I am living and how to really begin to pay closer attention to the person that I am and be honest with myself, there is this ever so slight hint of awareness that makes me feel I'm strictly living for my kids. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with this until you lose yourself in who they are. Many people will call this living vicariously through your kids. I'm not sure that's the case for me. Um, I don't press my dreams or goals onto them. I just go along with their dreams and goals and maybe a little less of what I, what I want because I want to see them happy. Wow, crap. I just read that and I wrote that and I think that is the case. So um, that's the end of what I wrote and to kind of ponder on that for a moment, thinking about what I just said. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that that's who I am right now. If I want to live and see that my kids are really happy and doing what they love because, because that makes me happy. And if it takes my mind off some heartaches and pain and resentment, then why not? I can always include my own goals and dreams and a love at some point in time when I am a lot better emotionally and mentally. So I'm good with that. Living through my kids, trying to work hard to be healthy for them and doing what I need to do um, to take care of them and myself. So that's it. Um, thanks so much for listening. I'm going to get off of here and um, post this on YouTube. Please share and subscribe. That online blog is coming up and the name for it will be revealed very soon. So be watching for that. Catch me on Facebook, Apple, Spotify, and I shall see you guys then. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you guys and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.